All right. All right. Take your seats, everyone. This time we're talking about how the future is happening now. Take your seats, please. Thank you. Welcome to the Change Academy podcast. If there's a behavior in your life that you would like to change today or a habit that you're trying to create for the future, or a goal you were hoping you would have already achieved by now, you are in the right place. And you're here at the right time. I'm Monica Reinagel. And I'm Brock Armstrong. I think we've all heard the Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Right now. <laughs> right now, yeah. But as you probably guessed, this quote really has little or nothing to do with actually planting trees. What it is getting at is the idea that if you want to do something important, do not delay. As you know, whether you like it or not, the years are going to pass and none of us want to look back at that time with regret. But that being said, if you do happen to find yourself on the other side of this quote, well, don't despair. Life is always giving you a second chance. The good news, the perpetually good news, is that you may be late, but you're never too late. Right. Right? <laughs> and I'm glad you put that positive spin on it, because it would be possible to get a little stuck here in the fact that we're late. But, you know, I think a lot of us have a vision of ourselves, let's say, in 10 or 20 years from now. But what we don't realize is that that future is or isn't being created right now, every day. Right. So we think we're going to get started on our healthy habits or whatever actions are going to help us reach our goals, we're going to start that soon. <laughs> the problem is that soon never comes until soon becomes now. Ooh. You know, my sister once said to me, I've always looked forward to being that 65-year-old woman who does yoga every day. And it recently occurred to me that the only way that's going to happen is if I start right now being the 45-year-old woman who does yoga every day. Absolutely. It'd be quite a thing to just suddenly on her 65th birthday be like, boom, doing it every day from now on. Although, although it is possible. Right. But we see that in the future, but we never think, yeah, when does that start? Right. How many days before then does that start? <laughs> you know, the the movement coach in me wants to ask your sister what problem she's trying to solve with mm. doing this yoga every single day, because unless she really loves yoga and she wants to just lock it in for life, there may be some simpler ways to solve the problem that she's trying to solve. But that's not the point of this episode. It's not the point we're trying to make here. But it does lead me to the question of why? Yeah, it always comes down to that question, why? Mm -hmm. And this comes up so often when we ask our clients to explore their why for wanting to change their health habits. For example, just this week, we were corresponding with someone who wrote to us that her goal is to create sustained, healthy eating and exercise habits. Mm, that old chestnut. <laughs> Fair enough. But, you know, we, we asked why it was that she wanted this. What would that make possible for her? And she wrote back and she said, my deeper why is to maintain or even increase my quality of life, including mobility, strength, and emotional health, to name a few. Mm, yeah. Okay, so I felt like we were starting to get closer, but even that really wasn't her deepest why. And she finally got there. She finally revealed it when she said, I want to be there for my kids and maybe someday my grandkids for many years to come. 
and I also want to delay and minimize the amount of care I will eventually need from them. That's so, so well said, and I can really feel the the desire and the heart in there and, and the caring that it takes to think of not your future self, but those people who will have to sacrifice their time and their energy to look after you, and you, you don't want to take advantage of that. Yeah. So wise. Yeah. It's Sometimes it takes a little while, but this pushing through the deeper layers of why is always well rewarded. And I feel like that's a theme that we hear over and over again from the people who want to work with us. Because most, I mean, not all of them, but most of them tend to fall between the ages of 40 and 60, give or take. Mm -hmm. And so many of them are starting to see the time in their future when they won't be working all the time. And they have this vision of themselves being these fit and healthy super seniors that can enjoy this really active retirement or a second career or time with their friends and their family. And I have to point out that many of them who are holding this vision are not currently fit and healthy middle-aged people. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just a matter of wanting to maintain the status quo. They actually want to create a future that's different from their current reality. That's a whole different can of worms. That is a whole different can of worms, but I, I love this example because it isn't a matter of limiting yourself. It's actually being mm-hmm. very optimistic and, and realistic, too. It's daring to dream and to believe that at any age you can turn your lifestyle around. And just because you've always done it like this or just because you were raised this way doesn't mean that you can't make significant changes at any point in your life. Believe big, but then you also need to go and do the work. And as we're discussing in this episode in particular, doing that work starts now. Right. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we invited you listening to this podcast to send us an email, and we asked you to tell us what it was that you wanted to create. And the second question was how long you've wanted to create that. And I have to tell you, most of you answered us in time spans of at least a decade. At least a decade. Yeah. I found it quite heartbreaking at times reading that so many people, especially in the area of weight loss and or changing their body size or body composition, that they've been thinking about it since they were 12 years old. I know. That's not only is that a sad reflection on our society, but it's also a real testament at how ineffective today's diet culture actually is. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can have that same dream for decades. And the only success that I can actually see diet culture having right now is in creating shame. And as we always say on this podcast, you can't shame or hate yourself healthy. Contrary to popular belief, shame isn't a tool for change. It's a tool that keeps us stuck in our protective and our practiced status quo. And we remain stuck because of it. Okay, so... We've described the problem, but you know, what's going on here? Yeah. What's this gap between our future reality and our current actions? I think it's that we just don't connect the dots between what we do today and that future that we dream about. We're just not translating that desire, that heartfelt desire for that future reality into concrete, consistent action in our daily lives. And of course, you know what that means? It means that there's a really good chance that we're not actually going to get there, that our future is not going to be what we dream for ourselves, but that's because of what we're not doing right now. 
And you mentioned heartbreaking. I was having a conversation with another friend recently, and check this out. She told me that her kids much prefer spending time with her in-laws than with her own parents because the other grandparents are more active. They can ride their bikes with them or they can take them on other adventures. And this makes her really sad, you know, both for her parents and for her kids. But honestly, at this point, her parents are sufficiently disabled that it's probably not possible for them to ever really become those fit and active grandparents that they might preferred to have been, you know, so that's something that they're missing out on. Right. Oh, man. And this, you know, we've talked in previous episodes about the emotional costs of having an unmet goal. This might be one of them. But there are other even more concrete costs that we haven't maybe explored quite as much. There are real financial costs to not taking care of ourselves, whether that's not taking care of our our future selves by putting money away, by saving, by meeting our savings goals, or financial costs in the form of healthcare expenses because we haven't taken good care of our health. And there are real personal and social costs as my friend's family are experiencing. And there are such opportunity costs, those things that you may not be able to experience or take on because you're not healthy enough to. So, Okay, this is all kind of a downer, but to the extent yeah. that these costs... <laughs> I'm getting choked up here. <laughs> but to the extent that these costs are avoidable, I think it's important to bring this to light, even though it may be a little bit uncomfortable to think about. Right, you're giving some tough love here. Yeah, so I, I want to just ask everyone listening, are the choices that you're making today and that you're making most days, are they aligned with the vision that you have of your future? And if so, why not? Because believe me, that future is actually starting to happen right now. So, okay, let's get to some some actionable things that we can really, really think about and dig into. So what does this look like? Since we obviously don't have time machines and we can't go back and plant that tree 20 years ago, this means we can start thinking about a few things right now. And the first thing is we need to stop searching for the perfect action and simply start taking some action. Right. Remember that action leads to clarity. Even imperfect action leads to clarity. Right. Any action. (laughs) And so often people are, they don't take action because they're not exactly sure what they should do. And I love what you say about this. Action is what leads us to clarity. Yeah. Sitting around twiddling our thumbs does not. So the second thing is we need to stop putting other people's needs before our own. Mm. Because remember that every time we say yes to something, we also say no to something else. And, you know, I am willing to bet that most of you out there listening right now will say no to something that is for yourself when you're saying yes to something that's for someone else. That's just how a lot of us are hardwired, but we can change that. And the next thing is that we need to stop viewing failure as an end, We say this a lot on this podcast, but failure is part of the process and not something to be feared. Embrace failure as the learning tool that it is. You can actually welcome it. And finally, we need to stop waiting and hoping for that better or that perfect time in the future when it will be magically easier to take action. That magical time will never come, but the good news is that the reason it never comes is because it is, in fact, right now. You know, as I'm listening to you, I'm 
I'm thinking maybe one of the reasons that we put off change is that we think that we have to change everything all at once to its final mm. perfected state. Right. Yeah. And the leap just seems too large. And so we're waiting for that better time or for more information or for whatever it is. But of course, that's not how change happens. Real change, the kind that lasts, the kind that builds the future that you will have, that kind of change, that happens little by little, but it happens every day. So to be clear, if this is sounding familiar to you, if you are feeling or have thought some of the things that we're outlining here, this is totally normal. We see it every day. We see it in ourselves, believe me. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So really, we're just here to remind you and to remind each other and ourselves that the future, your future, is being created today. And if what you're creating today is not the future that you're dreaming of, then today is the best day to start making that vision a reality. And you've already taken the first small step, which is listening to the Change Academy podcast with me, Brock Armstrong, and Monica Reinagle on the other side of the microphone there. And we really do hope that we've inspired you to at least take one small action today toward your future dreams. And if you happen to know someone else who you think might enjoy today's show or might need a little kick in the behind to get moving towards their future dreams, we would be absolutely tickled and honored and everything else if you would share this podcast with them. So for now, thanks for listening. And here's to the changes we choose to take steps towards. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. This has been the Change Academy podcast with Monica Reinagle and Brock Armstrong.